The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. And welcome to another uh, lovely episode, exciting episode of Cover Story on Webmaster Radio FM. My name is Meg Walker. I am Director of Online Marketing with PR Web, and uh, that is the online visibility uh, service uh, provided by Vocus. And today, unfortunately, our lovely uh, co-host, uh, Brandy Shapiro-Babin, is not going to be able to join us. However, that should not let us dampen spirits at all because, instead, we have with us today Deirdre Breckenridge. She's going to be talking about social media, social media policy, social media creative, all sorts of wonderful things for you PR folks out there. And uh, just a little bit of background about Deirdre. She's an author, entrepreneur, and president, co-founder of Mango Marketing. She has 20-plus years of experience in PR and marketing, and she's the author for four Financial Times press books, including her latest titles, Putting Putting the Public Back into Public Relations, co-authored with Brian Solis, and PR 2.0, New Media, New Tools, New Audiences. Deirdre is an adjunct professor at Fairleigh Dickinson University in Madison, New Jersey. She teaches courses on PR and interactive marketing. She also speaks internationally on topics of PR and social media. Deirdre is a blogger at PR 2.0 Strategies, specifically DeirdreBreckenridge.com, and also co-founder of uh, hashtag PRSTUDChat. Uh, which is a dynamic Twitter chat with PR professionals and educated s- educators and students. This is actually where we're blessed to have Deirdre on uh, the second uh, time with um, with Webmaster Radio. She was on cover story about a, about a year year ago, actually a little less than a year ago, and really pleased to have her back. Deirdre, welcome. Thank you very much. It, it's great to be with you today. Well, it's good good to have you with us. So, uh, right before we got started, you told kind of a fun story, and and it really is that 2.0 world that we live in. Talking about the book that you recently published in conjunction with Brian Solis, putting the public back in public relation uh, public relations. Tell me a little bit about how you actually worked with Brian. Well, as I was saying before. Um, one of the best things about social media and the platforms is the great collaboration and, and how you can really connect with people. I learned about Brian, obviously, through his blog uh, and immediately knew that this was somebody that I wanted to work with and, and write a book with. And as we wrote our book together, it, it really was a, a combination of, of course, a lot of 
emails, IM, I think we were back and forth probably on Facebook, uh, we DM'd one another, and the whole time we wrote the book and published a book and then finally met. So we met once the book was long in the production cycle, it was at the PRSAT3 conference, but that's just such a testament to how all of this online can really build relationships. It works. Yeah, it it really does work, and it's amazing how you can make those those connections and and really build something tangible without ever having had had that person's hand in yours. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you have an awesome blog, some really really good content here, and in a recent blog post, you were you uh, spent some time with Amanda Miller Littlejohn talking yes. about the creative PR process. Uh, share with us some ideas that that came up from that. Sure, and and I think when we talk about creative PR. Tapping into your creativity is, is different for everyone, and I do find that social media enables me to be more interactive, to, to see more, to experience more visual and, and audio, and be synergistic with others. So that, that truly brings out a, a lot of new elements and, and brings me into new realms. And at times, when we tap into our PR creativity, Sometimes it means moving away before we get social networking fatigue and actually immersing ourselves with the spoken word or the written word or even going to a museum and, and having art or something that you like around you. But even just noticing in my video with Amanda, just the, the laughter and the, the humanness and, and going beyond the boundaries and getting back to the social media, I think that's where it really, truly helps us, where today PR professionals can roll up our sleeves and experience things that we've never really touched upon before with new technologies and to talk about them and to create, you know, whether it's a, a Twitter contest or a, a chat session or be involved in a, a great Facebook application that we're using in a program, whatever the case may be, or, or blogging or being on wikis and collaborating, this truly adds to what we're doing uh, and increases our PR creativity and, and value for our brands. That's exciting. So really tying that creativity into into looking for different venues. What are some of, do you have an example of of something that you've done recently along those lines? Yeah, we've done a lot. Um, we recently were working for a very large national sports league, and one of the things that we were doing, it was events, a, a tour across many cities in, in the U.S., and really tying in the physical event to the virtual. So if there was a scoreboard on site, we created a virtual Facebook application that captured the, the top 10 scorers of a, of a slam dunk. And that way, people who were at the event could go and share with their friends, look, I'm on the leaderboard, I'm on Facebook, and this was something that was very viral. So it's, it's things like that that, you know, we, we never had these applications before. We were never involved in them, and it keeps the conversation and the engagement going and really gets people excited. So that, that's one example. 
That's ex- that that is a fun example actually, especially where you're you have that integration where people are able to share it and it does have an obvious link to being viral, but especially if 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 they can sort of tout themselves in it. And that's uh you know, a funny video is fun, but when you when you can actually talk about yourself as well, that that definitely gets people interested. So definitely. one of the things too that um that you've been writing about recently and have actually had a, a couple of presentations on, I believe, has been mm-hmm. policies. So once you get your creative juices flowing, let's think about how does, how does one go about doing that right? And uh, talk to me about some of the research or history that you know as far as uh, getting those policies written. Yeah, the, the policies are, are so important because you're right. The, the creative juices are flowing, and we have so many different ways that we want to engage with, whether it's you know journalists who are out there in the social sphere or our new influencers or our bloggers or our consumers directly. There is a, a right way for the brand to communicate and all of its employees. And, you know, how do you want your employees to communicate, and how do you want to communicate with the public? So your social media policy and your, your guidelines really have to be created when you're doing your, your PR planning process. So when you're doing strategy and planning, whether it's the first time that you're doing it and you're creating your new policy or it's every six months where you're reevaluating your communication as a new plan, you have to change your policy because as your program morphs and grows, your policy has to morph and grow as well. And just through my research and through building policies, there are certain areas that definitely stand out that folks can think about. Um, and I'll, I'll just identify a few of them. So sure. you know, it, it's almost a, a checkpoint to say, wow, do we have this in, in our policy as, as all of our employees are either thinking of communicating or they're out there now? Um, how are employees accessing? Networks are social networks available to everybody. If you're in a large company, I mean, there are companies who are blocking certain social networks. So, what what is the policy on that? Who's managing the accounts? Let's say you know it's it's not just about communications. A, a PR department who is setting up profiles in in different networks because we know social media goes across your organization, so you might have sales setting up profiles, you might have customer service setting up profiles, Uh, you could have PR, you could have marketing, but you need a a central, some way to make sure that you have all the profile usernames and passwords so that when employees leave, there's direct access to this information and, and passwords can be changed. You have to think about what is considered acceptable use. How do you want your employees addressing certain communication, uh, what to talk about and what not to talk about, what is private and proprietary, uh, and how they, the sort of the rules of engagement, um, content, what type of content will you be putting out there. Uh, there could be security and or legal issues that you want to discuss in a policy. And then separately, you also want to look at how do we want to engage with the public? What what should they expect from us, let's say, on our blog? So you can see it's a lot of considerations. 
Very interesting. Very interesting and a lot of phenomenal points. And I do want to dive into these a little bit more after we come back from our break. So give us a moment to pay homage to our sponsors. And we'll be right back with Deirdre Breckenridge. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, Kaching: How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a Kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's k a c h i n g book.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for mass maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, this is Meg Walker with PR Web, and I am joined today by Deirdre Breckenridge, author, entrepreneur, and president, co-founder of Mango Marketing, and an author of PR 2.0 Strategies blog. Phenomenal content here. Before the break, we were talking about some of the areas that sort of stand out as you're building a social media policy, and one of the points that you brought up was that it's really important, Deirdre, for people to figure out how to engage and, and how do you decide how you engage. Do you have any examples or recommendations as people are building pro- policies to decide what the appropriate way to engage via social media is? Well, I think there are some pretty good tips in terms of you know best practices and engagement. So you know you you'll see them actually. There there are a lot of great policies. Intel, IBM, 
uh, with their rules of engagement. And basically, <laughs> some of them are just plain common sense where, you know, you don't want to share anything that's proprietary to the company or talk about what you know. And if it's not your area of expertise, get the questions or whatever needs to be transferred to somebody else, get them to answer um, to make sure that you're, you know, respect others, that there, of course, there will be disagreements, but there has to be civility in our blog posts and our, our comments and, and the way that we interact. Or, or maybe it's about, um, you know, sharing property that's not yours. Don't share content that is someone else's and not meant to be shared by you. So really just things that, you know, you, you shouldn't do anyway. Maybe you wouldn't even do it in another type of communication, but great guidelines that give you sort of these are the rules and the best practices. Yes, and and one of the interesting things that you also talk about in your blog is uh, that not only do you provide guidance to employees, but it's also important to really set some of the stage with the public. Can you talk about mm-hmm. some of the some of the policies or guidelines that that are good for people to consider as they're really growing their social media programs? Sure, and and when you're thinking about engaging with the public, one one of the policies that comes to mind immediately for me is Codex. It's a social; they have their social media policy sort of wrapped in this social media plan, and it's very uh, visual. It you know, as soon as you look at it, it has images of of people, and their policy, which is outward facing, really has one voice. It's almost this is about our reputation, this is about your reputation, this is about our privacy, it's about your privacy. You sort of get this feeling that this is the, the people policy. Mm. And then it gives these great tips and, and blogging guidelines. Other things that come to mind for me uh, that companies are doing in terms of, you know, how are we interacting with the public, it's letting the public know, okay, so we have, we have a blog and we want you to engage with us. We want your comment and we want you to join in and give us your, your feedback. But at the same time, it, it's also letting them know whatever you post, um, if it is anything that is... Uh, in the form of a harassment or defamation or something that's inappropriate, inappropriate content, it, it's not going to make it on the blog. The comment won't, won't make it through. It's also saying that anything that maybe you do post becomes the property of the brand and we can reuse it or we can redistribute it. So it, it's kind of forming those, this is how we're all supposed to act, this is what our blog is about, and this is the way that we can best you know, collaborate together. Excellent. And, and it is important, especially things like uh, intellectual property or mm-hmm. or comments that are not just going to automatically appear. <laughs> you know, right. that they will be moderated and, and inappropriate things will be either removed or, or won't show. Very good points. And, Very good points. And, and it's, it's important if, if, to maintain that someone... relationship, right? Yes. And, and just a, as a, a note, if there is a comment that comes through um, or, or at least is being evaluated or, or moderated but doesn't make it to the, the blog comment area, 
if it is a negative comment, if it's something that really, you know, you, you can't post, it can still be taken care of. There, there are ways to, you know, work off of the blog. Let, let's say if it's a customer who's unhappy or who was unheard and is now reaching out, you want to make sure you're not just going to not post the comment and then let it go because that would be even worse for the brand. This is an opportunity, hopefully, to get somebody back into your happy family camp where you can address the situation maybe offline. Uh, if you can reach out to them through an email or some other form of communication, if you can get a, a phone number, if it was a customer, to, to make the situation better. Yes, turn that, turn that, uh, that complaint into an opportunity. Possibly, yes. That's what we Hopefully. always want to do, especially if it's a customer. Definitely. So you also recently announced the one-year uh, anniversary of um, hashtag PR stud chat. Yes. Tell me a little bit about what that is. That sounds like a fun, uh, oh, fun effort. That that is a great effort, and it's a wonderful community of PR students, professionals, and educators. It actually came out, it was a result of a, a blog post, it was an interview that I was doing with Angela Hernandez, who was a student at the time, and the question that came up was, is PR right for me? And as I answered that, you know, the Q&A and the blog post, there was a lot of activity around it, and uh, Valerie Simon and myself both came to this conclusion, wow, there's so many questions that are being asked by students about is this is PR right for me? Wouldn't it be a wonderful opportunity to have educators and professionals and students together somewhere where we can talk and collaborate and we can answer their questions? And the community, you know, started out very small, and and now I think we're over 1,100 people, according to how many followers we have um, on our PR Stud Chat hashtag, as well as on the the PR Stud Chat handle on Twitter. Oh, that is, that's impressive. So how frequently do you all, do you all have these chats? Are they scheduled chats or is it mm-hmm. just an ongoing communication? Well, it's interesting because it, it, it is a scheduled chat. We, we mapped out the entire year. So it's once a month and we always pick a date and we, we try to stick to it. But for example, this special anniversary celebration is with Jimmy Wales, the founder of Wikipedia, and it, it's sort of very fitting for our community because Wikipedia is all information and knowledge and collaboration, and, and that's what we are, too. Um, so we changed that to August 25th, but normally we have it once a month. It usually falls on a Wednesday, and it is at noon, except for some of our special sessions, like the one I just mentioned. We hold it at 8.30 at night. So, But it's... It, it's interesting, when we first started, it literally was just a chat session where you saw the hashtag and it was all organized. And now you'll notice, if you're on Twitter, that the PR Stud Chat hashtag is used quite frequently in conversations and it's just ongoing. There's just nonstop um, activity and dialogue around the community. That's- That's really exciting. That's really exciting. Well, we have to take another brief break. We will be right back and and have a little bit more time to talk with Deirdre. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. 
Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, this is Meg Walker with PR Web, and I am joined today by Deirdre Breckenridge. We only have a couple more minutes, but before we go, Deirdre, I would love to hear a little bit about Mango Marketing. Oh, well, Mango is actually just started this year. Uh, We officially launched on February 1st. And Mango is a hybrid agency. So really what that means is we we had a traditional uh, marketing, PR, and communications firm very rooted in traditional communication. And as we were moving into much more of the online and the social sphere, we found it very difficult to force fit that model into a traditional agency. So we decided to take the the best of traditional forward and create an agency that could blend traditional, digital, and social media so that our brands would be able to reach their customers wherever they are. And so far, so good. seems to be working out very well. Oh, that's exciting. So when did you actually start? You said about a year? No, it... Well, we started in February. February was our official launch date, but we've been talking and morphing almost into Mango probably for a couple years prior, but didn't have our official launch and and the name and the startup of the company until February 1st of this year. Well, congratulations. That's exciting. And how can people find your uh, your various outlets? 
Well, they can definitely follow me on Twitter. I'm uh, at D Breckenridge, and they can email me at uh, D Breckenridge at marketmango.com if you have any questions at all. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I know there are hours of content that you would be able to share, but we really only have a brief period of time. So, Deirdre, thank you so much for joining us. This well, has been another episode today of uh, Cover Story. You can hear Cover Story live every Wednesday at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Pacific, and, of course, 24-7 on Webmaster Radio FM. Just look for Cover Story. Thank you so much. It's a Thank wrap. you very much.